Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Cinebuds! I am 88.9's Justin Barney. And I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. You're my bud. What? My Cinebud. Stop. People can hear us. (laughs) Today we are talking about the movie Eighth Grade. Okay, so growing up can be a little bit scary and weird. We will begin to explore these changing bodies of yours. It's gonna be lit. Don't hold back, I wanna break free. As always, make sure to share and subscribe to my channel, Gucci. I think you're so cool. Maybe you just need to put yourself out there a little. I'm gonna stop eating with you if you keep doing You said I could say one thing. Eighth Grade is the directorial debut from comedian and funny man, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. That's a fun name to say. It is a fun name to say. And he's a fun guy. Um, You want to give us a rundown about what Eighth Grade is about? Yeah, Eighth Grade, just about being in Eighth Grade. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) It really is. like It's a young girl and her uh, single dad. And uh, it's just watching her navigate that year with all of its social pressures and weirdness. And it feels like eighth grade. Yeah, it is. It is uh, interesting because it is funny. There's definite some there's definite humor in it, but the humor doesn't come from jokes. It comes from like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's a thing that happens. Yeah, it's it's kind of a squirmy. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely it captures the like anxiety of yeah. being in eighth grade and the awkwardness. Yeah, and it is so hard for Bo Burnham as like a almost thirty year old man yeah. to write about the feelings of what it is to be in eighth grade. Right. I feel like a lot of people write for that audience and they're like, okay, got to make them mad at their parents. Yeah. Got to make them this or got to make them that. And this did a great job of just really feeling the pressure and the anxiety of really wanting to fit in. Yeah. But not quite knowing how. And it's hard not to hit all those buttons because all of us did those things. Yeah. And so it does a good job of like being mad at dad. Yeah. But not being... Mean? I don't know. I kind of thought she was a little mean. She was a little mean, but not in a way that like felt unjustified. Right. It felt realistic. I mean, the the thing that's interesting about this film is that while being funny, uh, it is not a comedy per se, like straight Uh comedy is also very dramatic and intense in this way that everything is dramatic and intense when you're in eighth grade. Uh Uh-huh. The acting style in it, I think, is incredibly naturalistic Mm -hmm. while having funny moments. And I think it is hard to straddle those two things in a film. Yeah. And they do a really good job. Like, you laugh, but you also kind of cringe. And then you're, like, sad. There's these super sad moments where you're like, oh, boy. And all of it very relatable. And it's not living in the past. It is living in the present. In in a day and age where everyone is on their phone. And a big part of being in eighth grade is your social presence online. Yeah. And they do not ignore that. And also, I think a lot of movies have struggled with how do we fit the the reality of the amount of time that we spent looking at screens yeah. on a screen because it does not make for compelling visual content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I was watching with somebody, and afterwards he goes, I'm not sure if, like, all that was very realistic. And I said, that's because we're old. I said, <laughs> I have a feeling it is crazy realistic and a little scary. Totally. Because you walk around, just walk around the city and you see just people 
hypnotized by their phones or, or screens. And I'm watching, I'm like, eighth graders, tenfold. You yeah. Know what I mean? They're in there nonstop. Right. And it showed that anxiety of like wanting to fit in and wanting to like do those things. And that's, that's always been a part of life. Yeah. And now a lot of that is on the phone. And uh, it did such a great job of showing that and her wanting to be popular and wanting to fit in and struggling to do it. And it executes and captures exactly what it's after. Yeah. Bo Burnham's directorial debut. We didn't even talk about Elsie Fisher, who does an amazing job. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back. Oh, hi. We're talking about eighth grade. Oh, I didn't hi. see you there. <laughs> um, we're talking about eighth grade, the uh, directorial about, debut about Bo Burnham. We didn't really talk about it in the on-air portion. So what do you think about Bo Burnham? Um, it was funny because I was familiar with him as a stand-up comedian. He has two specials, I believe, on Netflix, and I watched both of them. And they're really, uh, like, multimedia. He's yeah. got a lot of recorded stuff, and his timing is amazing. And he's very funny. Um, and it's funny, while watching them, and we were just talking about this, that I got this sense watching him. And he's a young guy. He's, like, in his late 20s or anything. Oh, yeah. I was like, I bet this guy grew up rich. <laughs> he just seems like he was indulged a lot. But he's also very hard not to like. I can see. Yeah, and what did make him unlikable? It was just like, yeah, but you had time to learn all these things. <laughs> he's he's got like a, um, he's got like a shtick. You know, he's yeah. a lot of his thing is like funny songs. Yeah. Um, but I felt like it was for me watching this and knowing that it was Bo Burnham felt kind of. You felt his imprint, yeah. and also it made it uh, for me more legitimate because he is a product of this age, a recent, you know, recent, yeah, 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 because he, he really gained his popularity through YouTube videos. Yeah. And so he's kind of like mastered being popular online. Yeah. Uh, and YouTube videos is a big part of the film. Yeah. Right. And uh, he, he is really true and honest to himself mm. and, uh, he just seems very smart and very knowledgeable and uh, really understands all of those things. And yeah. that's, I think that comes through in his comedy. Yeah. I think that my only, like when I heard that he was making a movie and again about an eighth grade girl and huh? you're always hesitant when it's written and directed by a man and it's about some, some very different experience. Yeah. And then having that sense again, I liked him and I like his specials and he's very funny. But I was like, yeah, I bet that guy was kind of entitled. Uh, so I had this this idea that, like, I wonder if that's actually going to be any good or if it's going to be kind of self-indulgent. But not not at all the case. When I watched it, he really seemed, and I assume he really, like, connected with the actress, Elsie, uh, who did a great job, and they probably talked a lot. He seemed very open. And with the stamp, the biggest stamp that of his on the film that I felt was a conscious of is definitely the music, though. Oh, yeah. Because the music is very much, if you see his specials and then you hear the music and how it works in the film... It actually adds some funny touches how the music is used and it's very much his style. 
Yeah. Elsie Fisher is the lead actress and she's ridiculously good. A lot of it hinges on her performance. Yeah. And to act like that, I feel like they got her just like eighth grade. She, they, they have like her look down, you know, yeah. they like have her in like in a swimsuit and it's like, and her like the way Feeling that she, awkward her, she, she kind of like shells, you yeah. know, she like is kind of like slouched all the time. Like her body language is just like perfect for this character. The the way that she she says lines, the way that you can tell that she's inside her head a lot of this yeah. is really uh, just incredibly difficult. I can't imagine yeah. doing that. The style that she uses too is wildly naturalistic. So like you feel like you're watching a doc. Like, how did they get film of this actual eighth grader who's this awkward? Her, she's incredibly true and real in it. And it's also so much pressure because so much of this film, the camera is on her face. On her face. And really, you watch her walk back and forth, having talking on the phone. You see her just struggle with social situations. Yes. Or the, the relationship between her and her dad is... Wonderful part of the segment, a single dad, and he's raising her, and he's trying so hard to connect. Yes. The, and and to his credit, too, that actor's credit, it really made me think, like, oh, you are obviously her dad because you both seem so, your personalities are <laughs> yes. so similar. Even though you're her dad and you're the authority figure, you're trying desperately to connect with her. Like, she's trying to connect yeah. with all these people in high school, and you're both awkward. Yeah. And you're both like, I just want you to like me. And it, that was wonderful. It's also wildly sad watching it. Yeah. And there was some connection. You're like, oh, thank God. Like, you, I felt relief when there was like a little, they hug once. And I'm like, oh, thank I know. You. Just and hug the guy. It's <laughs> fun. A lot of this is like, a lot of it is screens, is, is yeah. phones. And you really see a lot of it was like trying to talk to a person and them using the phone as a way to not pay attention to yeah, you deliberately. Yeah. And there was like parts where she is trying to connect with people who are intentionally not looking at her, pretend like they're not hearing yeah. her because they're looking at her phone. And then she does that to her dad and yeah. you're like, ah, <laughs> you know? I thought eighth graders were supposed to be rational and understanding. I and know. And so it did, it, it was such a great job of incorporating that into it and really capturing what it was to be in eighth grade and yeah, trying I think to fit it's a in. very rare film that can kind of do it in this fashion yeah uh, and do it so authentically but still make it kind of entertaining and funny in parts yeah so I uh, was well well done um was this reflective of your eighth grade experience no I was very very handsome and <laughs> self-assured that's the thing is I was self-assured um, I no, want to know what Kay Polly was like in 8th grade. In 8th grade, well, interestingly, last week we did the podcast about Three Identical Strangers. Yeah. My hairstyle was very similar to theirs in the 80s. Uh-huh. I had my mom give me a perm so I could have, and then it was short on the sides and the back so I could have like a- I love that. Ducky from Pretty in Pink kind of vibe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I wasn't, I mean, I feel like, yeah, everyone's awkward in 8th grade. I feel like eighth grade was actually a decent year for me. Yeah. I it's like sometimes I feel bad because stories like this are always always portrays like um 
always like, if you had no friends, you are better now. Yeah. And uh, it was okay to have friends in eighth grade. Yeah. And I always, like, I have a twin brother, and uh, I remember at times being like, if I did not have a twin brother, I would have really struggled a lot more yeah. than I did. But I always had a friend. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's good. And it's, that was really, like, beneficial for me personally to, like, get four, through that time. I have four brothers and sisters, but they're all substantially older. So it sure. was essentially like I was an only child. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I realized that eighth grade, now that I'm thinking about it, it's, and, it, again, in the film, it's the same way. You're kind of searching for your identity, especially before you go to high school. You want to, like— Oh, definitely. And I yeah. both— Within one year, really tried to be Ducky from Pretty in Pink. Yes. And then later in that year, decided, no, I'm going to be one of the Lost Boys from the feature film Lost Boys. Oh, yes. But that is a style, first of all, that uh, if you don't have any money, uh, I can't afford a duster and lace-up boots. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I did. I had, like, round sunglasses, which kind of ran the gamut from uh, Ducky to Lost Boys. That was mm -hmm. essentially all I could do. In the sixth grade, I was really, really into cowboys. <laughs> I really wanted to be a cowboy, specifically from the years 1860 to 1880, the golden age of cowboys. Okay. Um, and then I kind of like, once that didn't really pick up, you know, yeah. I shifted to like something else. And well, then I, feel I, like, I feel like sixth grade is a little late to be into cowboys. Yep. But uh, yep. <laughs> you are not wrong there. You know, it's your journey, man. But then I just, I I think I found it easiest to be, my my twin brother's really into sports. And so I just got into sports <laughs> and I was like, this is how I'm going to make friends. <laughs> Turns out people didn't love the cowboy thing. <laughs> yeah. I still yeah. love cowboys. That's hard, to, especially pre-high school. You want to get rid of that cowboy phase before mm -hmm. you go into high school. That's still love them rough. <laughs> sure. So, um, eighth grade does a really good job of portraying that year. Yeah. That's that's a really tough yeah, thing to do. Yeah, it doesn't matter how, how old you are, you're going to identify. And you're going to, if you if you have been in eighth grade before, you should see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. when I came out, and I was, like, with a couple of my friends, and everyone was just triggered on eighth grade experiences yeah. and was like, screw Natalie, whatever her yeah. last name was, for doing me wrong. It was Caroline like, Oates. <laughs> my dad drove us in his van to see Can't Heart, uh, to see, uh, can't hardly wait. No, that's not right. Sure. Can't buy me love. Okay. That was my first date. Oh. Mm -hmm. My dad driving us in a van to see. Uh, yeah. I love hearing stories about and using people's first and last names that you have never heard because it they are, like are so very much like a kid you didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Caroline Oates. Caroline Oates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You should see eighth grade. It was awesome. Caroline, I hope you're doing great. <laughs> oh, she has a first date scene with um, Gabe, and oh, that is one of the best scenes. Magic. Just two awkward kids being super awkward. And being okay with it. And being okay with it. Okay. It was like, it's hard to write something like that. Yeah. To write in the awkwardness Those and actors, the fact that you never really have a conversation. Yeah. You just kind of say things at each other and like hope they work. And I can't shut up about wow. these actors in this movie. Oh. It just felt like you're genuinely this way. Yes. You have to be genuinely this way. No way you're that good of an actor. God, I want to see it again. If you guys like movies like this, mm -hmm. uh, we have some recommendations for you. Yes. Now, again, this one's kind of hard. It straddles like between like realistic Any drama and... 
and funny film. And like a coming of age story, yeah. which immediately I like get a gag on the phrase yeah. a coming of age, age yeah. because just so many of them are, I feel like really poorly done yeah. and are just like have this really predictable arc, but sometimes it's done really well. I mean, I always want to throw it back to the master coming of age films, John Hughes. Yeah. I mean, those are all written with jokes. Like they're not like this movie, but they're definitely true to an experience. And John Hughes is really great. All like breakfast club, pretty in pink. Um, and then recently, a film that came out a few years ago that I thought was really good is called Diary of a Teenage Girl. Oh, yeah, that was great. And that one was really, really good, too. Um, and then on the darker side of things, but the more naturalistic mm-hmm. style, there's some dark movies about kids that, but they still kind of capture uh, an era and kids. Oh, kids. Which I hesitate to recommend because I genuinely think, oh, you shouldn't watch it. When I watched it, it's I'm like, tough. oh, I shouldn't have watched this movie. Uh, yeah, I watched it and I was like, I had to like take a break for a couple one days. Of the more di- <laughs> one of the more difficult movies I've ever watched. Yeah. So don't see that maybe. Uh, or or, or do, definitely if you're brave. See it, yeah. yeah. Um, or and then, Gummo. Uh, oh, no. no that one, <laughs> that one equi- unequivocally you shouldn't see. <laughs> um, an elephant. Um, which There's I believe is Gus Van Zandt. A uh, very different film for him. Is it, is it by Gus Van Zandt? I don't want to say the wrong thing. Uh, but that one is very intense. And I think that one is more about uh, school violence. Um, but it is also very, very realistically mm. made. Man, they had the scene about hiding out, um, about school shootings and like a procedure drill of that. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I was like, oh my God, I never had that growing up. But that... That it was like that was such a great job of incorporating this like very real like school shooter drills, yeah, and that's terrifying. And them just like being so nonchalant about right. it. It's just a part of. It's just a part of now. being eighth grade, which was also like a super dark, yeah, but very real part. Um, it reminded me a lot of Lady Bird. Sure, um, yeah, and I loved, loved, loved Lady Bird. Lady Bird was like a little bit older. It was yeah, it not as awkward. But it also did, and was based more on relationships than this was just singularly trying to fit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a that's a good one to see as well. There's a lot of good movies. That. There's I, coming of age films. The phrase is off putting, but there's so many good ones. when they're done well. Yeah, they and if you see this at a certain you know spot in your life, yeah, I feel like I I watched it and I was like this. This is a movie that, like, if you watch and you are around that age, this is, like, one of those that sticks with you and is, like, a movie that you tell people that is, like, one of your favorites of all time. You yeah. know, it's, like, it yeah, can yeah. be, like, a tent post movie This for one's you. definitely going to connect with a lot of people that they're going to hold on to. It's already, yeah. I think I we were just saying that there was a list about, like, films you should grow up with, you should grow up with. Yeah. And this is already, like, near the top of the list amongst other classics. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go see eighth grade. We are in. We're good movies are coming out. I feel like there's yeah. movies that were. There are good movies that we're not going to be able to talk about because there are just so many of them. But definitely check out your local listings. Yeah, because there's some amazing stuff out there, and go see it in the theater how it's meant to be seen because it's 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 a different experience. Yeah, don't don't let eighth grade pass you by. You should see it and bring yeah. uh, everybody that you know that has been in eighth grade with you. Cinebuds is produced this week by DJ Kenny Perez. Thanks, we get Kenny. thanks Kenny. We get uh, sonic inspiration from the License Lab. We get support from Associated Bank and your membership. 
Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. We don't know what we're talking about next week. Possibly. It might not be, (laughs) but we think it will be. So uh, whatever. Please like, subscribe. She says at the end of it, please like and subscribe. Oh, yeah, that's her. Gucci. Gucci.